The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, bringing you the voices that make you think right now on Talk 94.5. Good morning and happy Hanukkah, Rabbi. Good morning, Liz. It's a pleasure to be back here. I'm sure there's a lot of um, things going on in your school at Chabad of Myrtle Beach. Yes, it's a, it's a very loved holiday. Uh, it is uh, celebrated for eight days, and it is not a holiday that we are not allowed to drive or use electronics, so it makes it perfect. We have full uh, week, uh, and, uh, and today is in school that we celebrate with the children. So every day we step out at about 2.30, on Oak Street in the front parking lot with our big menorah, the big candelabra, and we light another candle and the children are singing and dancing. So if you drive by, uh, you're welcome to stop and enjoy. <laughs> That's great. And tell us, uh, you know, yesterday we were talking with Pastor Danny from Myrtle Beach Christian Church about the meaning of Christmas. Tell us what the meaning of Hanukkah is. Okay, so the story of Hanukkah goes back to about 2,200 years ago in the time of the uh, first temple in Jerusalem. Uh, the Greeks, uh, the Syrian Greeks, were the rulers of the land, and they uh, decided that we are not going to have the freedom of religion that we expressed, experienced till then, and they are going to mix the religion and want us to practice uh, they are there idol worshiping. Uh, they surprisingly were uh, very smart and shrewd to know that it's not going to work if they're going to go out to a war because we we fight wars to the last drop if they're going to destroy the temple. So they decided to put in our temple their idol, and they said we are both nations that. Ex- uh, uh, appreciate logic. Let's celebrate together. Why, in your temple, we'll put our idol. You go ahead and light the menorah. We're not going to be in your way. But why are you telling me that uh, it's contaminated? If I touch it, leave leave the purity subjects that don't make any sense. It's all spiritual aside. Let's let's work together. And they let us light the menorah, but they contaminated all the oils. And it was a very difficult decision if to go out to a war and not to give up or to celebrate it within the uh, given circumstances. And Yuda the Maccabee decided that he's going to lead the part of our nation that is going to stand for our rights and not to uh, uh, compromise. And uh, after a war, we were able to come back to the temple and rededicate it. Hanukkah means actually dedication. It's not that we lost uh, the temple. We had to purify it and bring it back to the standards that we had before. So it's a holiday of religious freedom, not freedom from religion, rather the ability or the right of every nation to practice their belief. And in this country, it is what the country is founded on. So it is really connected to uh, the United States of America and our time here that every person has the right to 
live and to live according to his own faith. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lesson in there uh, that I actually didn't know that. I did not know that story. That's why, that's that, why I'm here. Otherwise, that, that backstory, though, I, yes. I, that the actual true history of it. And there was something else that you learned that you told me when I saw you at the gala that that entire incident happened in Gaza. Right, right. That's uh, so interesting uh, that you remember. And thank you for coming for the gala. You made you made it so interesting that you interviewed the soldier that came back from Gaza and uh, gave it a very uh, special flavor that you bring with you. Thank you. Uh, yes, f- Gaza was the third big city in the land of Israel at that time. Jerusalem for sure, and then Sfat was in the northern part, and Gaza was in the uh, uh, southern part. So the Maccabees actually... Uh, uh, lived in Gaza and came out of Gaza, and and uh, uh, we have uh, an old uh, Jewish uh, synagogue and a cemetery uh, there. So it it it's uh, it's unbelievable that it is so connected. So Gaza was a, a Jewish settlement already two thousand uh, some years ago. Hmm. And, Interesting. Uh, Yes, especially in in relation to what is going on today, and which I'll get to in a minute. But um, the, what the story that you just told, it, this is something obviously then is just age old that there is a a faction out there, an entity, a force that's always trying to weaken, that's trying to water down, a dilute, um, you know, just interfere with a belief system that. It, that maybe a group has, whether it's Jewish people or Christianity, it seems like there is a force out there that tries to weaken it so that they have more control. They don't. They don't. They don't agree that um, there should be a freedom of religion. They just want to mix it all up and blend it all up so that it has. It's powerless and unpure. It seems. It's still going on. Wow, wow. You're such a good student. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, religion some people blame for a lot of the wars in the world. And it is uh, something very strong because if when you believe, uh, you might sometimes believe that's the only way to God and you want for the betterment of other people to force your opinion on others and save them. Uh, in the Jewish re- tradition uh, religion, from the beginning, we believed that every person has his gate and his path to God. Even within the religion, even within the Jewish faith, it's a lot of individual meditation, concentration, and, and uh, uh, meaning. But in general, we are a small nation that never intended to uh, proselytize and go out and get others to believe in our way. It is too difficult. We accept convert, but we try to persuade them from joining because it is too difficult for somebody to take upon himself something that he wasn't born into. So... Uh, we don't have a movement uh, of of going and making other people, 
other nations to believe that uh, to others may there is a movement when a person is really believing in his way he tries to force others or uh, to uh, convince at least uh, in some way to that they should join and that's the way to heaven and that's the way to to God and uh, uh, we, our nation was created as 12 tribes, and 12 tribes mean that everybody is special in his own way, and he can get uh, to God in, in, within the, the talents and the uh, uh, personality and the uh, wisdom that he has, and it is, there's no one way or one uh, uh, that fits all. So... Why do you think then, if if the Jewish people aren't taking down that aggressive manner of 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 forcing people to follow their religion or else, why then are there so many groups wanting to end Judaism or 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 persecute? people who are Jewish. What is the threat then? That's that's a very good question. And you know, Liz, that it's not about a co-inciting, co-living. It's not about that we mm-hmm. are taking somebody else's uh, property or land or force upon ourselves. It is uh, an old age. It's also starting from the Bible. Jacob and Esau were in the same stomach of the mother, and they couldn't get along. And Esau wanted to annihilate, to mm-hmm. put out uh, Jacob. Esau wanted to put out Jacob, and he uh, chased him all his life. Uh, why is it so is not my place to answer. But it is prophesied that... Uh, it's going to be forever until hmm. the end of times that uh, there'll be a war, there'll be somebody out there that wants to uh, take us out. Hmm. And it is very sad, but that's the reason that we celebrate holidays, the holiday of Hanukkah, especially then the next holiday is going to be Purim. And, for example, the Book of Esther, if we talk about it, uh, it's a king of Persia that wanted to, again, annihilate in body. We said that Hanukkah is about the spirit, but that was about the the existence of the Jewish people. Until today, Persia or Iran is a source of hate and uh, of the of wanting to, mm-hmm. to put us out. So, in a way, the that's what the holidays are all about. We said that in Passover last time, it says in the book of uh, that we read at the Seder night that in every generation, they are coming and wanting to uh, annihilate us, but we will prevail. And we wanted to take it out. It wasn't... Uh, relevant in our times but uh, here it comes again and when it when you see it you are appreciating 
that it, it we weren't promised a rose garden ever. Mm-hmm. And this is more wo- like what we were promised that will happen. Mm. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's a common phenomenon that uh, when somebody is doing good, somebody will be envy or somebody will mm-hmm. think that he's doing even better. And it's going to cause uh, friction, but uh, uh, it is going to end soon, God willing. Mm-hmm. So why anti-Semitism? Why is it uh, the world old? It's since the beginning of the world. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is a fact of life for us. Rabbi Doran Eisenman, uh, will you stick around one more little segment. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back with more. What do you call people who are afraid of Santa Claus? Claustrophobic. Ah, I'm here all week, people. Merry Christmas from the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right, it is 7.25, and uh, we're back here with Rabbi Doran Eisenman on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. And you just shared with me this beautiful gift. I appreciate this so much. This is uh, an album uh, from—you had a professional photographer, Dennis James, over at the um, gala. Now, tell us a little bit about how that event went for you, because, um, as you said, you had a a couple of speakers, and um, Judge Alan Clemens gave a great— um, speech. It was uh, a very uh, successful, well-attended, good-spirited uh, event. Uh, I thank you for coming, as I said. And usually we just concentrate on being happy and meeting each other. And the program is usually shorter. But because we uh, were in a week of war and after ceasefire, it fell apart and they went back to war. So war is a time that we lose pe- uh, soldiers every day. People are worried in our community for their relatives that mm-hmm. are out there. And it is very difficult to just ignore or just celebrate. So it, 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 uh, we created a program that will allow us to connect and celebrate. And uh, it is a challenge since... We believe that uh, we are connected. We are connected. Uh, The whole world is one unit after all. It's one big puzzle that God created, and each one of us is a piece in the puzzle. And each one of us, if he does his part well, the rest of the puzzle is going to be more perfect and more whole. So uh, as individuals, we are connected as a nation. It is part of the same nation. So when one limb is healthy, the other limb can operate even better. So I believe that spiritually, in actual deed, in both, we are connected to the people of Israel, to the war there. And we started with prayer and a special prayer for the soldiers, a special prayer for the wounded ones, and our heart is with the uh, hundred and some that are still in captivity and 
Uh, every day we hear horror story about the torturing that they went through, and we are very sad that some of them are found dead. So mm-hmm. uh, th- yesterday was a very difficult day in Gaza, and you know we have easier solution than fighting from home to home and uh, and bombarding and flattening the uh, strongholds of the enemy is 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 should be an easier task than really going there by foot and going from one mm-hmm. house and putting soldiers in great danger. But because we have information where the captives are and you don't want to to hurt your own people and that was the purpose in the first time that they took the, the captives. Yeah. That's their uh, human shield and mm-hmm. that's their uh, threat on us. So we are... Yesterday, the Wall Street Journal came out saying that Israel is starting to pump water into their uh, underground uh, tunnels, mm-hmm. but we're holding off. It's 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 a negotiation point. Uh, do you want to give them back, or we make everybody drown? And because we are too good, we suffered maybe ten ten people, ten losses, ten young men gave their life. Um, trying to get to the people while they're alive without mm-hmm. uh, killing yeah. everyone in between. You know, I, I hear so many calls for ceasefire, um, especially on Israelis' uh, behalf, you know, like saying, hey, you need to stop doing this to Gaza. But I never hear anybody calling for Hamas to give up. I never hear, if you would just give up and, you know, you did something really wrong, you committed a terrorist atrocity. You you cannot be in power anymore. Why don't you just give up, hand back the hot... Like, why isn't anybody demanding that? Good morning, America. Good morning, the world. It is an old story. Yeah. That hundreds of, uh, of, of terrorists gave up their weapon and came up mm-hmm. with hands yeah. up. They are being treated today... In a human way, they they are mm-hmm. dressed, they are fed, and they are safe. No one of them that raised his hand was killed. A lot of them realize that that's the best way for their. Well, they to, say that they're starving too. I mean, they, they're, not, they, they're being they, abandoned. In in the uh, heads of this uh, uh, evil organization. I think there is a fight. That's what we hear. Mm. So the ones ones are, that are in the field are wanting to give up and to to uh, give in and, and, and finish. And the ones that are sitting in Qatar and in Iran are still pumping, don't, don't lose the war. Mm-hmm. So it is a very difficult situation. Uh, Hanukkah was a very difficult situation. In the prayer of Hanukkah, we say that we were the few against the many, the untrained soldier against the established army, the 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 armed ones and the strong ones were the other side. Uh, and we prevailed. We want to prevail here mm-hmm. in this war with less casualties, with less destruction, 
with peace. Mm-hmm. And we are begging for it. We want our sons and daughters to come back home. And we want uh, the world to continue uh, and understanding that we are asking for the right to exist. We are asking the right to live our way in our country. And we will make sure that others are being treated fairly. We are not taking anybody's land. We gave mm-hmm. Gaza to them. We uprooted 50,000 Israelis from so many uh, established uh, 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 towns around Gaza to mm-hmm. give them more territory. And that's what happened. So, you know, I, yeah, I was just going back to the story of Hanukkah. Um, you know, it, it, it's so hard to stand up for what's right. It takes a lot of courage and conviction to to, to do that. Uh, you have to know that you're right. You know, you want to be able to stand strong. Uh, you need help. You know, you need people to uh, join behind you. But it's um, I I. I the the part that I have the most difficult um, in understanding is when I see someone who is Jewish demanding a ceasefire. That really I have I don't know where to put that in in my uh, brain and trying to figure out the logic behind that. Um, but there are you know there are people I guess in Hamas uh, that uh, that are fighting that are saying the same thing like why are we doing this uh, Hey I give up so. What what do does anybody ever bring that up to you? Have you had any conversations within your group of people that say, "Hey, Israel is wrong in this"? Have you have you heard uh, that? I think Israel is a a very opinionated country. There's mm-hmm. more political parties in Israel than in other any other country. Jewish people, as a joke, we joke about ourselves. We say that. Whenever there's two Jews, there's three opinions. Uh, <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> we, and, and, but I think after this war, mm-hmm. many joined the right side okay. from the left. Mm-hmm. And the people that lived around Gaza, the people that left their gates open, the people that weren't armed and were taken over are the people that believed in peace, mm. believed that we can coincide, believed in humanitarian aid, believed that the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the, 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 the enemy is, is human. And when they saw the face of evil and they saw that it's mm. unhuman, yeah. uh, I think uh, it's a rude awakening that uh, there is darkness in the world. And as you say, <clears throat> darkness is looking sometimes more powerful and mm. huge, but a small candle can light up a whole room. Yes. And that's what the message of Hanukkah is, that you don't fight darkness with sticks and guns. You fight it with a little light. And we light a small light, and it is lighting up the night. Mm. So uh, we are here to do good and still believe in the humankind and still believe in every person and uh, 
do uh, our share of, of lighting up the night. And I spoke to the children yesterday. <coughs> Mayor Brenda Bethune was there. And I told them, you are the candles of today. Can you explain me why I tell you that you're candles? So they understood that light is love, That's light great. is affection, light is so showing others the way, being a leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we try to emphasize and learn from the holiday. Only yes. good. That's beautiful. Well, happy Hanukkah. Thank you. To you and everyone there at Chabad of Myrtle Beach and, um, you know, your whole family. Thank you. And thank you for for sharing this time with us. And thank you for this beautiful photo album. I love it. I will thank cherish you, it. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for inviting <laughs> us always. And uh, happy holiday season to the whole world. It's the holiday of lights uh, for all of us. Yes. And may uh, we celebrate peace to the world. Absolutely. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much, Rabbi uh, Doran Eisenman. And if you want to find out more about Chabad of Myrtle Beach, I'm sure it's it's on it has Facebook, it has a website, and it's right in the city. Well, thank you so much, and we'll thank see you, you next time. God it's 7:37. We're going to take a quick break.